Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. It's the Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The, the, the brothers are back in the building. Brother J in NYC and Brother L in the ATL. The, the, the Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five, four, three. Two, one. You ready? Let's get the conversation started. I emphasize that if anyone is listening to this as a replay or listening to it live, connect with further and fathering. You will be encouraged. You will be edified. The 20, 30 minutes that we're on the radio chopping it up is nothing compared to the energy and the strength you will receive from men who love you just because you're a man. And as they get to know you, they speak light to you, they challenge you, they affirm you, and they enable you to be powerful where you're needed, which is with your family. Brother Derek, you're saying hello. It's not only, a, it's not only a good for the child, but I think it's a mandate from God. Um, I think the heart of the Father belongs to men, and God has called us to be that for as many children as we can. So. I don't echo everything you said. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with that, and I think um, the call is for more men to embrace that truth so that we can begin to rebuild our community, our nation, one family at a time. For us to 
the, our mandate as the human beings that love you and that are called by you is to uh, uh, act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly before you. So, Heavenly Father, help us as fathers as we try to deal with the S-T-R-E-S-S, struggling to reconcile extremely strenuous situations in the now, but help us not drag a, a, a caboose of generational curses into the future. Bless us, Lord, to unlink that and to charge forward to be loco-motivated, crazy faith moving forward in the massive name of Yeshua HaMashiach. According to Jesus the Christ, hallelujah, we thank you, Lord, for fatherhood. You are the ultimate father, the elect, best elect. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen and amen. A, a few announcements. We missed it last Thursday because of, of, of issues, uh, but this coming Saturday and then ongoing on Thursdays, we'll be doing a Clubhouse. The Clubhouse is an app that you can download. We want you to download. It is an awesome meeting place where we can do an audio meeting. There's a lot of people on there, a lot of people doing great things, and you'll find something that pertains to you there. But we want you, because it's already a, uh, thanks to Guy Jazzy Rainey, there is a group of there of over almost 40 or 50 people already on Clubhouse ready for us to have meetings. So we're looking forward to having those meetings on Clubhouse. We'll start with what we're talking about today. On Saturday, we're talking about generational curses. Uh, on Sunday uh, at the Haven Church in New York, we're going to be delving into the truth even further. Right now we're dealing with our core statement of the safe place to grow in grace where peace is made and the truth makes us free, and we're dealing with places, things we have to grow in, and one of them is truth. We have to grow in truth. Uh, if you have a chance, uh, listen back to the, the, the live stream, uh, which was done on YouTube, my, my YouTube channel, uh, uh, JM Exegesis, or better yet, Jeremy Maynard. You look at my smiling face, rocking rock a green dashiki, and uh, uh, there's only 30 members. We're looking for more growth there. We're looking for more people to attach themselves to the YouTube channel as, as we improve. We'll improve the look of it also over time. Uh, uh, and we're also looking to, to, to relaunch our further and father meetings in January. And, and also we're having a Dynamic Daughter event in January. So all these are to come, all these are to come, all these are to come. It's a very exciting time. So we're talking about generational curses. And you know me, I love etymology. I love to look up words and what they mean. A curse, it's in, a, in its original state, it meant a prayer that evil or harm befall someone, a consignment of a person to an evil fate. In other words, it's, it's actually a demonic entry. What happens is when you're cursed, there's a demonic contract. Hallelujah. There's a demonic contract that is connected to not just the person. The person thing is just connected to them. But when a curse is attached to a person because of a demonic contract, that curse carries on for generations. Uh, uh, in the verb, the noun was to, 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 to a prayer. It's literally a prayer. It's a prayer is communication, uh, uh, in this case, in, in a spiritual realm, to open up a portal to allow evil to befall another person. Ooh, that's, that's harmful, right? But sometimes we bring those curses on ourselves. 
by things we allow, by uh, assigning contracts uh, uh, to, to, to with a demonic contract that we may not even recognize where, where we're connected to. And the verb is to, to wish evil or to excommunicate. Uh, it means to swear profanely using blasphemous or profane language. In, in uh, Second Timothy, after it says to study to show thyself approved, a workman that needs not be ashamed, right to find the word of truth. After it says for us to shun all vain and profane babbling, for they lead to more unrighteousness. In other words, our cursing with our tongues, because life and death is in the power of the tongue, our cursing opens portals and gives uh, 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 gives authority, co-signs authority to a demonic entity to, to befall evil on another person. So we want to be careful about not allowing our words to become curses in the now and then attaching themselves and becoming generational curses. Uh, it becomes generational curses through actions, through addictions, through re- unrighteous relations, through lusts, through pride. Hallelujah. So we want to, to, to break, as fathers, generational curses. But what happens sometimes, and I, w- I was talking to one of our brothers earlier, is there is, we're, we're, we, we, it's just a slight switch of a word, and it changes its meaning. You see, the world will have us, and the, and the demonic forces and, and will have us focusing on inequity. When our deliverance comes, when we uh, come from out of our iniquity. Now, iniquity is a focus on the unfairness that's outside, but iniquity is focusing on the, the, the evil inside and uprooting it. Hallelujah. So what happens is sometimes we make, we make excuses and we become advocates for demonic forces in our own family when we make excuses. When we make excuses for our sins or even our generational or inherited sins, we become public defenders for, de- for demons, asking them to be released into the world on bail. Hallelujah. Let me open up the lines. Let me open up the lines. Open up the lines. There's so much to go into, so much to talk, to talk about. 
And unfortunately, we, 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 we wallow in it. We, we, we revel in it. We, we smile at it. We laugh at it. We, we, we make jokes about it. We party with it. We do all kinds of stuff, right? How, Lance, as we, come, as we become older, you know I got gray hair in my beard now. Um, <laughs> um, as we become older, the, the stuff that was, 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 was uh, enticing before we realize is damaging. How do we put the brakes on, uh, check the GPS, and set another course to go the right direction? How do we, how do we, you know, the title of it today is is dealing with generational curses and trying not to repeat the past. Can you, can you talk about that a little bit, Lance? A little bit, if I can. Um, God bless. Um, God bless. Picking up good habits from our family was one of our big, biggest things. We always remember the good things our parents taught us this and our uncles and our aunts taught us this. And we, we carry these things along with us because they're great memories. But we also picked up, I know I picked up bad habits as well from them. And um, everything from cigarettes in the ashtrays to drinking little leftover beers and the cursing, you know, cussing and swearing and fights and the arguments. And we adapted. I know I did. I adapted to these things. So later years I learned that I have a child, I have children, and I constantly do my best to fight against repeating the same things. But I find myself, it's a struggle. But at the same time, by me remembering, I want better for my children. I try to do better. And I refrain because they're old enough now they can honestly, you know, hold me accountable. And um, that motivates me. So their children, that motivates me. And I just want to be better. But to break that curse of accepting things that are not good as it's okay because that's my dad. Mm-mm. I try to do better so they can always say, my dad is always trying to do better for himself. And that's I try to powerful. do it like that. But that my, my motivating thing is my children. That's, that's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful because we always say that God gives us children not just for us to raise them, but for them to change us. And you said, said a, a word, habits, habits. And, and I'm going to ask Jeremiah, in the corner is my vision board. Jeremiah, can you hear me? Over there is my vision board, right, right next to you in the couch, next to the couch. Can you grab it for me real quick? It's on, the, it's on, it's right there. It, there's, a, there's an acronym that I have for habits. On my vision board, I have a bunch of acronyms. And, and really, when you think of habits, habit is really the beginning part of habitation, right? Something that you live in, and something that lives in you. So, so uh, habits. I'm trying to remember what my acronym was. Thank you. Habits, habits. Where did I put it on this on this on this vision board? Habits. Honors honor abilities by intentional tendencies and systems. In other words, you honor the gifts that God gives you by having intentional tendencies. In other words, good things that you plan on doing and developing a system to maintain it, right? So uh, what you said is you looked at the, the good habits that your family did, the good things. So, you you know, back in, in my time in ICB, we always learned 
to eat the meat and spit out the bones, right? So you take the good stuff that you saw and you repeat it and you repeat it. And you, you, see, you the more you repeat something, the better you get at it. And you said you do it in front of your children so that you see them, that you always see improvement. They, all, they see improvement in you. So there's not a stuck, you're, you're not stuck in a habit, right? Your, your habit is your habitation, right? It's, it's the goodness that inhabits you and what you inhabit, right? So if you, if, if you are, uh, uh, are cleaning up your act, hallelujah, if you're cleaning up your act, your children are going to realize it's important for, you to, for them to improve also. That's powerful. Uh, 3694, my brother. 36, love you, Lance. Thank you. Uh, uh, 3694, Amen. Love how you, you doing, my brother? 3694, can I eat? Oh, Derek. <laughs> oh, love you, man. Bless you, Pastor. Bless you too, Bishop. Love you, man. Um, well, I, you know, I'm calling I you, Pastor, because of the ordination specifically. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I thank, I'd love to thank Bishop um, uh, William Harris for us. And all of ICAF, the International Christian Apostolic Fellowship, um, they're always on my heart and mind because, uh, and specifically Pastor Mark, uh, I call him Bishop also, Pastor Mark, who uh, yes. uh, made, made all of this possible. Um, he, he saw, you know, he, he didn't just have me and watch me and, and, and just leave me in a place where I couldn't grow, but he intentionally empowered me to grow. And, and 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 to not only and that growth is what we tell you know we want to see our kids grow you know and this is also how we develop and break break curses is by giving responsibilities that force a, a, a commitment to good habits. So I, I want to thank Pastor Mark for that, uh, uh, and I want to thank ICAF uh, uh, Bishop Harris for that, and I love you, um, uh, Derek. When you hear breaking generational curses, I know you come in <laughs> cocked and ready, ready to fire. <laughs> <laughs> I already said ready aim, so so you you know bring that Holy Ghost fire, man. Go bring the fire. <laughs> so <laughs> no, no, sir, uh, I, I I don't have fire. I just have a, a, a heart for um, the presence of God and. What I what I learned when I was trying to uh, instruct my children in the way was to keep it simple. You know, we get so deep with eschatology and all these other root things that sometimes the simplest uh, lesson can be the one that's held on to the deepest. So whenever my children would come to me with something, and sometimes I'm a little busy, you know, just dealing with life and responsibilities, I'd say, read your Bible and pray. And they say, okay, read my Bible and pray. <laughs> But until I actually took the time to open up the Word with them and read my Bible and, and show them how I came to pray these scriptures, and I say, it's just having a conversation. It's like you're sitting across from someone and you're just dialoguing about this text. I said, my connection with God is I first believe that he is, and then I believe he's going to reward me for seeking him. Why am I talking about this? The connection that we, we encourage our children to develop is a breaking of those curses because we're born separated. 
So yeah. encouraging them to believe in salvation is one level of the curse being breaking, broken, but walking out a life that they desire to model, I need to be closer to God. I love my dad. My dad is a representation of God in the earth realm, but I need to be close to who he's trying to get close to. And that instilling that pursuit is another means of breaking those generational curses. Now, we, you know, we know about the, the sins of our fathers being passed down, but in this particular case, how about the, the service of our fathers being a legacy that is passed down to, to descend generation into generation? So that's just yeah. the direction I wanted to share with you this evening. No warfare, no fire tonight, just love. Hallelujah. That is warfare, though. How do you shame yes, the enemy? You shame the enemy through love. How do you have victory over the enemy? You have victory over the enemy through love. How do you put on your uniform? How do people know that you're, you're one of his children and his disciples? By how you love. Uh, uh, love is, 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 is a, a declaration of victory. Love, you see, the enemy distracts you with inequity so you ignore your iniquity so you remain in immaturity. Let me say that again. The enemy distracts you with inequity, the things outside that are not fair. So you ignore your iniquity, the things that need to change inside of you, right? And he keeps you in immaturity, right? And that, that's the opposite. We talk about, oh, that person's a hater, that person's a hater. Real hate is immaturity because love yes. is maturity, right? So that mm-hmm. is the weapon. When it says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through love. Wait a second. It says God there, but in First in John 4, it tells us that God is love. Is love. Is love. Not, gives, not just gives love. He is love. So the ultimate weapon of our warfare is love. If you walk in real love, not not just what Mary J is looking for. If if if, if you walk in, <laughs> in real love, the, the 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 love that is sacrificial, the love that don't have to to be on top, the love that that is not rude and doesn't demand its own way. When you operate, those become those good habits that that Lance was talking about. You see, you want to repeat love. Because that becomes the, the obedience of the very first commandment when he said to be fruitful and multiply. So, so that's how you build family, but that's also how you build kingdom because he said to go into the world and make disciples. You know, he didn't t- go and tell, you, tell you to hand out tracts. He told you to have real relationship that is, that is a connectivity. You're connected to the vine, and you're helping them connect to the vine and, and, and so that there's life. And lasting, it's not some you know microwave thing. This is something that's prepared over over a long period of time. It's an embrace that that that, that you it's just, you know you never let go, right? So so yes, and I, I've talked too much because <laughs> you got me wound up. You say you wasn't bringing no fire in the house, I'm, I'm, I can't shut up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, love is what we're trying to communicate. And that is the that's the generational curse because lust is the fuel of generational curses. Lust is the fuel, the lust of the flesh, 
Oh my goodness. Sexual sin. I'm gonna go I'm go real and raw. The 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 the, the, the pornography the, the the sex outside of marriage in every form. The music which gets into your spirit that incites lust. The desire for power. The, the pride, the excuses, the, the cognitive dissonance, the, the, which is our built-in mechanism of excuses that allow for the demons to have access. Excuses allow access. Uh, I was trying to intimate before, we become public defenders of demons when we make excuses for sins instead of repentance. You see, that's the beginning of love. The beginning of love is the recognition of our, of our, of our need. You said you said you weren't coming with fire, but you were you were, you, you right next to me. We, we prostrate two marksmen right now. <laughs> uh, uh, um, God wants us as dads to not make excuses, not only for our sins, but for our children's sins. Yes. You see, right now there's the thing called sentimentality. And sentimentality is a poison, it's a subtlety, where it deals with your care. It perverts love. It turns love into a boomerang. <laughs> it turns love, it, you know, boomerangs in, 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 in aboriginal sense, they put poison on the tip of a boomerang. And a boomerang mm-hmm. is, is, is used mm-hmm. to slay something, to slay something. But if you throw a boomerang and you miss, it comes back to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. So, so we, we, want, we want to break these curses and, 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 and smash them. You know, we, it's called strongholds. In, uh, strongholds. A stronghold is a fort. A stronghold is a fortification. In other words, you, there's a wall but, uh, with, 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 that's withholding. Right? When we talk about the unfairness mm-hmm. of inequity, right? And we want to get our stuff back from the enemy. But we think that the wall is outside. But the wall is inside. And when we fight the wall and we, it's, we tear down the wall inside, we start to, the avatar gets fired. And the real us that loves God starts to speak up. Wow, 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 we're running out of time, we're running out of time. I guess we're going to have to do a part two to this. What, what you say, what, Lance, Lance and, and, and Derek, you, you, you think you, you gave for a part two of this? Because I think we just we touched on the, 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 the Okay, I think we need a part two of this. Because people are struggling with, 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 with generational curses. This It's so in, in, intrinsic to family. It's so normal so, to family. Pa- pastor? That we, pastor. They, Bishop, they, Pastor, yeah, yeah. can I just jump in there for a quick second? The, yes, I, I really want you to just uh, just put parentheses around the inequity inequity um, comment you made because that's so vital in the messaging that you know we're we're look, uh, furthering fathering for the most part we're black fathers so you know yes. keeping it a buck 
we have dealt with inequity generationally. And when you, yes. you know, even in Christianity, sometimes they mock our Christianity as though we're not the real beneficiaries of Christ's blood because we're not white, if you're, if you're paying attention. So, you know, yes. mm-hmm. I really would love for you to expound on how inequity, the unfairness, I mean, we get hit with unfair every time we punch a clock, every time we, you know, drive past a police officer doing the speed limit, we got to be afraid. You know what I'm saying? So inequity... Right. That that will distract you from the fact that your personal sin separates you from God, and then you're lost. No matter you know how much your righteous indignation wants you to feel, you're already lost yes. because you've gotten distracted by this unfairness. I don't want to lose what you said. I just really want you to to like hone in on your message because that's power right there. The inequity causes you to miss out or or not be aware of iniquity, and that throws yes. you just for a loop. You said it far better yeah. than I did, but I really just wanted to echo the agreement with that principle. That's that's power right there. We can we can eat that for a couple of weeks. I'm just saying. <laughs> so yeah. that's what we'll do. That's what we'll do. Uh, uh, we're literally down to the last minute, and um, we're going to deal with that next week. We're going to deal with the uh, dealing with the inequity by by, by being empowered first by dealing with the iniquity, that we deny ourselves, pick up our cross, hold it on our shoulder like a bazooka, <laughs> and follow him. Hallelujah. So with, with that said, in 10 seconds left, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for you are the rock. And it's better for us to stand on the rock in an elevated state. You know, we have the high ground, as, as Obi-Wan Kenobi says, right? We have the high ground with our, with our swords. Help us, Lord, as we stand on the high ground, that we stand on the rock and warn the others to, 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 to get up here so the rock doesn't fall on them. Bless us, Lord. Operate admitting our failures, our iniquity, that we operate in the truth. So the truth makes us free, and a free man will seek to free others. Hallelujah, Lord. Bless us, Lord, for you are the left, better left, and this is furthering fathering. The fatherhood is elevated. Families are empowered, and communities are transformed by our five core principles, honor, encouragement, accountability, reconciliation, and training. Help us to operate in honor so that we can deal with our iniquity, so that we are empowered to deal with our with the inequity. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for victory. In the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, according to Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, according to your holy scriptures, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Love you, love you, love you, love you. <laughs> amen. Love you, brothers. Yes. Love you, brothers. Peace. Peace.